Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Guys, I am here with filmmaker Teresa Novokova, if I didn't butcher that. Her film Night Sirens is out, VOD and Blu-ray, October 24th. Uh, it's a story of a girl that goes back to her hometown to try to resolve some childhood trauma to get some answers. And then they accuse her of being a witch. That's a simple synopsis. This is an award-winning film. You've won a ton of awards with it. Where did this, this idea come from? Like, have you been fascinated with witches? Take me into it. Yeah, sure. Um, it started, um, I think it started with this anthropological book that uh, me and Barbara, uh, the co-writer of this movie, read and this book is uh, basically a research uh that this woman did in modern slovak villages and she found out that uh people still till this day believe in witches which was kind of surprising for us because we're uh we grew up in the city and but then we started to think about it and look at our traditions and stuff that you never really think about because it's so just normal and natural for you and we just realized how it how it's all connected with you know the way how our society perceives women and also because all the movies or all the stories that we know that are about witches the witches are the evil characters they are always these bad women who is doing bad stuff and they have magical powers and we wanted to kind of tell a different story kind of turn it around and and, and tell the story why women get um get accused of a witchcraft why why are they the bad ones in the eyes of the eyes of the society and usually it's because of the misogyny and because they might want to live a different life then it's uh, normal for this ultra conservative uh, village communities so this was one part and the other part was that uh, i have this cabin in the woods uh, that my father bought with his friends uh, when they were young and this cabin is 100 years old and it doesn't have any electricity or running water and people actually were living there back then you know before and I was searching like who was the last person actually who was living in that house not really having it as a holiday destination and I found out about this uh, woman Otila who lived there by herself and she was walking barefoot and there are all kinds of myths around her and when i started to ask so when i uh i searched about her and asked the villagers who was she and why did she live out there in the woods and not down in a village they didn't want to talk about her much they they still believe that's not a good thing to talk about her and uh yeah i know they were scared of her Probably they thought she was a witch. And uh yeah, and she she's this inspiring character. I have I have one photo of her that I have at home framed and, and she's definitely inspiring because if I imagine myself living in the woods, it's is very it's very hard because they're bears, wolves, you know, yeah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so well, so this was the starting point, and then we just made the story. <laughs> well, I think you're onto something a lot because with the, like the misogyny, like back in the day, even like in, in Salem in the United States, they weren't going around pointing fiction, you know, pointing fingers at men to yeah. say, oh, it was like, oh, he's a familiar of the witch or he's the lover of the witch or whatever. 
but they weren't like you have powers. So the idea that this this woman lived in the cabin, like you said, bears, wolves, snakes, and walking barefoot. So God forbid the woman should actually be confident or strong. She yeah. must she must be a witch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like if you don't have children and don't have men and if you don't go to church, that's all the signs, you know, that you must be the evil one. Wow. Yeah. I I I think <laughs> I think a lot of women, young and old, kind of at this point in society are like, they're open to the idea <laughs> of being witches. It's kind of like, oh, you think I, you know, you think I'm horrible. You think that I'm horrible, that I don't have children or I don't have a spouse of some sort or that I work in this type of job. If you're already going to think so badly, go mm. ahead. Let me have some powers too. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think what's happening now, and I and I really like it, is like women started to embrace this uh, degradatory title that uh, that we are uh, being entitled by for centuries, and we're just embracing this word witch and just you know just changing the the narrative because this is the only thing that that is it is in our powers. We can say, yeah, I'm a witch. So what? That's good, right? You know, <laughs> right? It's like and. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think this is—I don't know—because it's not—it's oh—it's not just the word witch. There are all the other degradatory uh, words, like you know, sometimes they don't call you witch; they call you slot, or they call you uh, junkie, or whatever. You know, even if you're—you know—even if that's having nothing to do with you. <laughs> and I think it's just all these words to put on you, so so you know, you're like excluded from the good guys from the good society and i think this is like super connected with this notion of they're like good guys and bad guys and good people and bad people and and women were always um i don't know i guess somehow um men are afraid of women's sexuality and you know other traits that they don't have in their own powers and this is how they deal with it and i think it's crazy that I mean, and we're, we can go way far back, but it comes, it comes, you know, to present times as well. Men are so quick to, to judge or to come down hard on some, on a woman who makes a mistake or uh, takes a misstep, but that's in part due to the severe restrictions and rules that you put upon her. You know, nobody can be as perfect as they giving your child an impossible task just so you can yell at them because they didn't, they weren't able to do it. It, it's a device of your own making you made her fail i mean yeah it's i think it's all always the perspective like if you look at slovak politics for example we are a very small country and still very uh, conservative and you can see like there is not even a 30 percent of women in politics and if if there is a woman in whatever party that does something you know that public doesn't like they never says oh this woman did this and that they always say a woman you know like as if she's representing all the women not her political belief not her own self but if man does the same thing 
it's that concrete man. It's not the whole manhood <laughs> in politics. And I think that is just like showing how much this is still uneven, you know, society. And but it's funny for me because it's not just it's not like, oh now it's the world is like uh men against women or whatever. There is so many women who are also protecting this like patriarchy you know, um, constellation that that uh, we are living in, definitely in Slovakia. Like it's sometimes it like when I, even when you say like the word feminist in, in my country, I would say like women who are older than 50, they would be like, oh, oh no, 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 I'm not a feminist. You know, as if like that's something like really. It's a bad thing. <laughs> you know? Well, it, it's crazy to me also because, to a lot of people here in the U.S., it's a bad word as well. <laughs> Not that it is, but they think it is. They think, yeah. oh, what are you, some kind of feminist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, okay. But the thing is that people don't understand the definition. So this is what I always do. It's like, so what do you think the feminist is? You know, and then they go on with like, this is this extreme activism or something. And I'm like, no, 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 just look at Wikipedia. Feminism is... Uh, you know, is is about like equality of both genders. It's not just, you know, about women. <laughs> right. It's crazy for people to think that you can be a feminist and not want to like castrate every man you meet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. There is a, I think the, the big problem in society or where it comes from is definitely education and you know what your parents tell you and where you grow where you grow up and of course now we have internet but how do we use it to spread more conspiracy theories about witches or whatever you know right. so it didn't really help <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of depressing to think that i thought like america was kind of solo in their stupidity with the, with the social media and the 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 different news reports that you know are biased and the fact that it's worldwide kind of breaks my heart a little bit because we're just there's some of us that are just sitting here begging for some honesty and reporting you know ben, begging for like some restrictions to put on what people can say and nice. they say I'm, I'm not a communist i just feel like people should be held to a standard if they want to engage in and discussion whether it's on social media or in real life but no absolutely i think I don't know. It's uh yeah, it's it's the the whole narratives are I don't know, it's really I think for for people it is very confusing and I can like if I just look at uh you know because America is not just America but America sets very huge example for everyone else, you know, because it's huge and also very loud. So yeah. so that's that, but it doesn't mean these natural processes are not happening elsewhere or before even it happened in America. You know, this is something that I think human societies sometimes like tend to go for, even though it's like completely a huge misstep. But I see like um, people in my country that they, they don't really understand how the internet works. So whatever looks official is official information for them. And it's just like you can put the nice design over your website and that already means for them that this is somehow proven. And I think this is, you know, like just to push the critical thinking and and for people so they can search for the information the way they actually can get the right, the facts. And they would 
can, they could see like, oh, what is fact and what is not a fact, not based on how it looks on their website, but, but based on some like actual information. I think this is this is the biggest um, one of the biggest problems of today, and and it's it's crazy how it's being reinforced even uh, like through social medias and stuff. Like these algorithms are pushing um, all this completely false stuff just because people are clicking on it right and that's that's like this this slippery slope you say you google i don't know we'll say witches you google witches are witches real right and because of search you know search engine optimization the bullcrap might be further up in the search results right the the incorrect or the bias might be way up and a lot of people don't have the patience to scroll until they find something that they go, oh, well, this, this looks like it might be, you know, not bull crap. Yeah. 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 I can, you know, just coming back to my movie, this is something, this is all the topics that we also somehow wanted to cover, even though it's set in this very small village, but it's like the speed how this this misinformation spreads and how it is all based on people's fear of whatever is different than their own lives or whatever you know they don't know so they kind of put the labels and the, the labels then turn into monsters <laughs> and you know this is something that i just wanted to show on the small scale but I guess that's why the movie travels the world because this is like just same patterns is happening everywhere. Relatable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and there's definitely like a mob mentality that can go either in a small town, uh, like in the film or, you know, in a bigger city, it's like people just, you know, there's, there's moments in the film where like the two guys kept getting each other going. And it's like, if one of you would have just calmed down for a second <laughs> and questioned things, it's yeah. like they it, it just fed off each other. And the poor girl, she just wanted to get some answers. That's all she was there for. She didn't come for any trouble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, the clearest intentions can get you to a weird journey <laughs> sometimes. Right. Yeah. Well, this was, you said this was filmed in Slovakia? Yes, yes, in the central northern Slovakia in the mountains. Wait. So was that your cabin? No, because I didn't want to burn my cabin, and <laughs> and there are quite a few cabins burning in the movie. So we built the cabins, um, but very nearby. It's like maybe two hours of walk from my cabin into a different part of the forest. Yeah, we have to make that clear for Teresa's insurance company. She did not burn her cabin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. But it's not even insured. I think it's like yeah, it's just there. <laughs> Well, it's beautiful and I loved like this setting gave so much more like I don't know how to say it anymore than that. It made it for like creepy. I always say foreboding, but it was foreboding and dark and like I don't know, just it added so much to it that I don't I think you could have gotten another setting, another situation, but it it was just like everything added up to make it perfect. You know what I mean? Thank you. Well, yes, yes, I do. And this was like quite a struggle for me to find actually the language of the movie because it's always like kind of swimming on, on the borders of genres. It's a little bit drama, a little bit horror, a little bit thriller. You, you know, it's 
it, it, it doesn't go for like just the clear um, trope and yeah, I was like, this is the first time I was playing out with these genres uh, before I made uh, my first feature was uh, like a straightforward drama. But here, because the topics talk about superstition and witches and, you know, I could have made it like a drama, but I don't think that would be good because I think it's if you if you want to show the audience what these people are kind of cycling in their heads into you need to show these, you know, emotional landscapes and 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 this is full of fear and and this is what genre can work with is is fear and mystery and and this like sense of mystique and 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 the atmosphere. So so yeah, so I went for this, but then yeah, in the editing room, yeah, the editing process was long it was like <laughs> a year <laughs> to figure out like okay like how am I supposed to tell this story exactly yeah it's difficult for a filmmaker like especially since you mentioned <laughs> witches it's like instantly your your viewer your audience member is going okay when is you know when is this gonna happen because they've seen yeah, Harry Potter they've seen you know the mm -hmm. film the witch they're like, when is it? Where's the cauldron? Where's the, you know? And it's like, no, no, you relax, relax. This is actually more than just like that they think she's a witch. There's more to it. It's more to it. Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they get, they get even that. They get these witches <laughs> at some point, <laughs> but not in the way they expect, of course. Yeah. Well, like for instance, uh, Robin Williams, you know, rest his soul, when he would try to do a serious film, they're, they're like, where's the joke? Where's the funny? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, you know, sometimes it's uh, sometimes like as a filmmaker, you kind of play with the audience expectations and you take them in and then, you know, you can you can it's like a discussion with the audience what you're doing with the movie. You're like creating this like, oh, is this like magical? Is are they coming for her or what is going on? So that's how you keep the audience engaged. And so that's how you can actually also tell all this stuff that you want to say but they wouldn't uh, listen if you don't give them all this you know top <laughs> well and it's fun as a as an audience member as a you know viewing the film when you think that something's going to happen and it does you feel vindicated you're like yes i knew it but also at the same time you're like oh man i was right it's like <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But it's like there are different kinds of audience. I met people who were like, yeah, I was expecting this to happen. And some people were like, oh, I didn't expect it at all. So I think it's everybody comes with different expectation to this, especially when this is like it's a foreign film in America. It's a festival film, but at the same time, it is a genre uh, film. So, so yes, it's a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's get it straight. It's an award-winning foreign film. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget that part. But, it, I mean, I'm excited for other people to see it. It comes out October 24th, VOD and Blu-ray. Um, is there a website that they can order that from? I would say uh, follow Breaking Glass Pictures because they are the distributors. So I think they will reveal all the information. I'm gonna f I'm I'm gonna share it too on my Instagram or website. But they are the ones who are doing all the deals. So all right, perfect. And people can follow you on social media. Yeah, definitely under my name that can never be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Teresa, no, but I already messed it up. It's T-E-R-E-Z-A-N-V-O, help me out. N-V-O-T-O-V-A, yes. Uh, or just Google Night Siren. There is only one movie called Night Siren. Uh, nice. Yeah. You said you have a website. Is that under your name as well? Yes, dot okay. com. Mm-hmm. And people can keep up. They can, uh, you know, keep up with what you're doing, where you're going. What you're yeah, doing. definitely. Definitely. That would be nice. Speaking of what's up next, are you working on anything new? Or just yes. Promote- yes, yes, I do. I mean, if you do, if you want to live uh, out from this profession, you have to have many projects. <laughs> so, <laughs> so something will pay off eventually. But um, yes, I'm, I'm now prepping my third feature that I'm going to shoot next year in uh, January and July. And that's going to be very challenging because... I I'm going to make it in these like very long uh, shots. Like the the movie will contain only of ten shots. That some of them are long, just twenty minutes. So uh, yeah, so it's this long take uh, movie that is uh, talking about the tragedy that happened in Slovakia uh, about and it's called uh, Father and it's about the father who forgot his two year old daughter in the backseat of his car during the hot summer and she died and this kind of tragedies are happening all around the world and it's kind of crazy when i found out why it happens because it's not just he forgot it's like there is this memory failure called forgotten baby syndrome and the crazy part is that it can actually happen to any of us like this is something that our brain is prone to so if you can forget your keys or cell phone you can actually forget your child uh that's how it works in our brains so like what happened in slovakia after this uh this happened because this was the first case it was kind of crazy because like whole slovakia kind of want to see this guy die and uh yeah and he went through a a crazy journey i would say after this so so this is to this is to I'm I'm just trying to create the movie that is very subjective, that puts the audience in the skin of the father, because I think to create the empathy for person who does this is uh is the biggest challenge for a filmmaker. But I think this kind of empathy we need today because the society is so polarized that we have no patience and we don't want to understand any think in anybody except ourselves so i think this is what the movies have power for uh so so that's yes that's my next project i'm also working on a documentary about one cult in czech republic for hbo oh wow okay yeah and and then i have some projects in america but i can't talk about them yet uh so we'll see how they go and I have a couple of TV series also set up in in Czechoslovakia. That's a lot. You got a lot of lot of pans in the fire. You got a lot of cauldrons bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's this is uh, this is the only way I think a filmmaker in I I'm, in Europe mostly has to has to work because every all the projects are in different stage and this is the only way to so you can actually survive it's because the 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 financial system for the movies in europe is very different so it's not like 
once you get to direct something, you get a huge uh, payoff. No, that's not happening. So you have to do a lot. Yeah. The story about the father. I mean, that sounds sad, scary, fascinating all at the same time, just because I know society is so quick to judge. So you have to deal with the loss of your child, the guilt that you feel, and probably death threats, you know, at the at the least on social media. Exactly. Forward to that one as well. Yeah. Will you come back and talk about that one when it's ready? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Well, everybody can get it October 24th, BOD Blu-ray. Follow Teresa on social media. Check out her website. Go to Breaking Glass Pictures to order your copy. And thank you so much for joining me. It's been amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Will you have a wonderful night? Yeah, you too. Thanks. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org. And pulling me She knows all about the drug I plagiarize all my apologies And they still want enough I know, I know I know that I should let her go But I don't, I don't I don't seem to be in control I ain't blind, I can see I'm killing her I know.